And let's not forget the power of social media in this digital age. Connect with your new contacts on platforms such as LinkedIn. Engage with their content. A thoughtful comment on a post or a share can go a long way in solidifying your presence in their professional network. Another thing is about adding value to your network. Networking is a two-way street. And the most successful networkers understand the importance of giving as much they receive. Hey, I'm Ankur Das Gupta, and today I'm going to take the next few minutes to talk about highly effective networking and certain strategies. And these are particularly from my experiences and observations. I am a marketing and communications practitioner, advocate of social impact, advocate of sustainability. I'm driven by Kaizen and I believe in the power of energy and energize while bringing to the table a pedigree of 23 plus years of rare combination of experience across spectrum of media, print, digital, mobile, even productions, successful pilot projects and worked across functions. Actually, very grateful to have worked across ad operations, business operations, strategy, content, sales, uh, media planning and buying, spiriting PLs. I've been a part of Six Sigma Greenbelt project and primarily worked a lot in cross-functional roles. And um, I have my own columns and which are nationally and internationally in reputed forums. You can visit my LinkedIn profile for more. Today, as we said, we are going to talk about some highly successful and effective strategies for networking. And being primarily a keen observer of human nature, here are some points from my perspective. Networking is an amalgamation of art and science. Though more than that, it is the contact that we build to sustain. 20 years back, there was not much social media, not much of internet as we have it today. However, we are thriving. And we were thriving then as well. Let's take a closer look at what seems to have changed. The offline networking, according to me, has not changed much. Though what has changed is the online technology that acts as a catalyst to make it better. The way events are produced today, from having a networking app on the mobile so that you can pre-connect, book meetings at the event prior to even meeting, having QR codes to scan relevant information, interactive walls at the event, where there is a lot of engagement on the wall, a digital wall, and more such things that have been made the ecosystem much, much better. So the connect and the premise and the basis of the connect is very important when we think about networking. Here are a few examples. Point number one, understanding the format of the networking. This is a nuance that many people don't or may not pay attention to. For instance, in case of an event or a webinar or a metaverse event, it is important to understand how the event is structured. What is the theme of the event? What are the kind of people expected to attend the event and participate? This will help in channelizing energies and bringing 
deeper context while making a connect with the people as the broader context will help building the conversation and drawing relevant tangents. In one word, if I got to summarize this point, homework. Do your homework before attending any event, specifically on the format and the kind of footfalls, the kind of personalities who you're going to meet. Why I'm saying this? Because if you go to an event and just observe and roam around, have a cup of coffee, it's a waste of time. You're there and you have to meet people in a way that delights them and makes them remember you. Point number two, avoiding expectations at the first go. Net-net avoiding expectations. Where we go wrong is during the first instant, instead of we think of any person that we meet as, you know, exchanging visiting cards, that's fine. Now, there is a certain expectation at the back of our mind. Come what may, don't let that expectation creep in, not at the first go. So when it is even, be it online or offline, a, you know, a webinar, try not having a very specific agenda in the first place. Unless you have been invited for an invite-only, you know, even with a mandatory agenda to follow, which usually may not be the case in regular networking. The moment you have a specific agenda to talk, it acts against breaking the ice and takes away the human element of the connect, which is essential at the first meeting. If you know that person very well and keep on bumping in at events, then it is a different story. Ideally, it's a good sign if you're, you know, meeting people almost continuously in terms of um, particular events, building more connect, and then, you know, taking a particular conversation slightly deeper rather than just going, hey, I do this and I can do this for you. Let's, you know, I'll send you an email. And I mean, HubSpot is there for them. CR platforms are there for it. I mean, in the meeting, there needs to be an emotional connecting to build that, nurture that rather than say, you know, sell something right there and then. So is the other person interested in standing or sitting next to you uh, in that impromptu moment of 10 to 15 minutes? If yes, then understand that it is a yes or a no. And there are a lot of signs like body language, their eye contact, how are you talking to them? And then gradually build on the context rather than directly jumping into business. And know where to draw the line in terms of a full stop. Because always remember when people meet at such networking events, they're there to meet a lot of people, at least, you know, a bunch of them. So you're not the only person that they have come to meet there. Until unless it's a one-on-one -on -one suggested meeting. In that, in this particular point, another sub-point is, as I touched upon, understand the aura of the person in terms of why he or she would care to know you unless you create an interest or can state something in a way during your introduction. For example, hi, my name is John Smith and I help build sustainable marketing with brands with the objective of bringing a value that is distinct. I work with so-and-so company name. If you have a few minutes, I'd love to know about you and your work 
look at synergies, and maybe then we could schedule a longer meeting post this event at your convenience. So this is just a kind of a script that um, suggests that how not to be intruding, how to give and allow the other person the comfort and space and give them time to absorb and think. The next point is energize. This may not seem like an important point to touch upon. According to me, this is the most important point. In fact, it is so important that even if you don't follow any of these points that I'm talking about in this podcast and just touch upon on this point, you'll create more than 50% of the impact. Energize. Ensure to leave the person more energized than before, after meeting you, be it online or offline. This is something that starts with the way you greet the person. For effective and genuine networking, it is important to come across as a positive energy with authenticity so that we leave the conversation with the other person being more energized than before. And this definitely helps in the longer run when we think of a deeper business relationship. Now another point is, which is an, again nuanced driven, according to me, is changing two hats during a conversation, knowing which hat to wear, and have at least two hats with you. Not literally the hat, but the thinking and the persona hat. For instance, if a conversation is going on for a longer duration, we may need to keep changing our hats according to where the conversation is going. Succeeding in networking becomes easier if we stay relevant to the conversation. Share our points of view with respect to that conversation to evolve and not dissolve. Hence, the genuine interest must reflect in the way we network and not just because I need to collect business cards. During conversations, take a moment to crisply explain what you do and why you do what you do. I repeat why you do what you do. Believe me, when you're out with why you do what you do, it automatically creates that authenticity, builds that trust. A lot of people ask me about how to build trust, how to build authenticity. Look, according to me, there is no sure short method. However, if we can connect with the person at a level where we intrinsically are able to communicate how we feel about what we are doing, it automatically generates a connect, a bond, and interest. People love to hear the reason behind initiatives and not just the initiative. You know, for instance, if I say, hey, you know, I really build a school product which does X, Y, Z. You know, people would actually want to hear, okay, that's fine, but why did you build this product in terms of what does it solve for the people? Is that a really unique product? You know, that is what goes on in somebody else's mind when you're actually in the act of, you know, actively or passively pitching. The next point is effective listening. This is perhaps the pedestal on which networking rests. Simply put, do not rush to speak. Many things at one go. Have a crisp and exciting introduction ready 
that captures a little bit about you, the essence of what you solve as an organization, in case you work in a company, uh, in case you're freelancing, talk about what you do, what made you become a freelancer, or where you, you know, you started your career with freelancing. Talk in general, crisply, about what you love about what you do. Then, listen well. And do not listen to speak, as I said. Listen to add value to the conversation. That is more important, according to me. And during a networking session or event, there are so many people, right? And I hope that we all want to be remembered after speaking with someone. We all do. How will that person remember? It is this impact of listening. Good listening skills get deeper interest of people and deeper recall. More importantly, keep in touch rather than follow through. There is a very thin line between following through a conversation and keeping in touch. Know when to keep in touch and know when to follow through. That is something comes with understanding the pulse of the moment, the conversation. That is where the nuanced differences and that is where experiences and, you know, the way we deal with people over a period of time helps us to learn that. Now let's move on to some more strategies. And uh, the most important from them is never forget the power of gratitude. Express Appreciation for the support and opportunities that you receive. It not only strengthens existing connections, but also sets the stage for a future collaboration. And as I said, do not forget the power of social media in this digital age. Connect with your new contacts on professional networking platform. Engage with your content. Thoughtful, engaging comment on their post or share. Or in fact, amplifying something that they're speaking, if you believe in it, goes a long way, right? And as I said in the beginning of this podcast, networking is a two-way street. The most successful networkers understand the importance of giving as much as receiving. To summarize the points that we discussed, point number one, understand the format of the networking before networking. Now point number two, avoid expectations, at least at the first go. And the more expectations that creep in, the more it gets to breaking the ice difficult, makes it more difficult. Point number three, ensure to leave the person more energized than before after meeting you. So point number three is energize. Point number four, changing two hats during conversation, at least a minimum of two hats. Too many hats may be a challenge, but just ensure you know when to switch to what mode depending on the tangent of the conversation. Be it your tone, be it the knowledge about a particular um, aspect, 
be it how to respond to a particular res you know, stimulus, and so on. And the next point, effective listening. Do not rush to speak. Organize your thoughts. Have clear clarity of thought. Do not say something which you can't do or not capable of doing. And say something magical because it always helps create that bond. By magical, I mean something which is from the heart about yourself. Another point is not forgetting the power of the social media and expressing gratitude. Because at the end of the day, it is all about giving, which enables receiving. It's a two-way street. Thank you so much, everyone, for spending time with me. I've tried to be a little slow in speaking so that you all are able to grasp and absorb this material as much. Thank you so much again. Have a blessed time. Take care.